Good morning. Today we'll be studying the ninth chapter of Hilchot Tefillah Vikrat Kohanim. And this chapter, in contrast to the last chapter, where we spoke about uh, Tefillah B'Tzibur and different things that, um, <clears throat> specific things that an individual can and cannot do uh, while praying in Yitzibur in the Bet HaKeneset, uh, this chapter will be talking about the actual structure and organization of the Tefillah B'Tzibur. And many things may sound a little bit different than uh, how we do Tefillah B'Tzibur today, but there are many, many similarities, and let's get right into it. The following is the structure for the organization and structure of the prayer when praying in a tibur. And just to remind everybody, tibur is a con congregation of 10 men, six of whom must have not already prayed. And it's 10 men of Bar, bar, bar Mitzvah. Bashahar, Kulha'am Yushvim, Ushliyah Tibur Yored Ifna Teva Vyamid Bimtaha'am. In the morning, everyone begins, starts out sitting down, and the Shaliyah Tibur, or messenger of the congregation, and the Hazan, from now we'll stick to Shaliyah Tibur, uh, goes down and ascends before the podium and stands among the people, as we mentioned in the previous uh, few chapters ago that it's a mitzvah to pray from a low place. As the Pasuk says, And he has to be amongst the, the, the people. Obviously symbolic, showing that he's part of them. And he begins and recites Kaddish. And the nation and the people that are, that are present Answer and they say, May his meaning God's name be blessed with all of their being. And they answer, Amen, at the end of the Kaddish. And afterwards, he says, Blessed uh, God, the Blessed One. They answer, Blessed God, the Blessed One for eternity. And he begins and recites, uh, the blessings before before Shema, continuing and reading Shema and the blessings after Shema. And they answer Amen after every blessing. Anyone who knows how to read and recite reads with him until he reaches Ga'al Israel. Once he reaches Ga'al Yisrael, everyone stands immediately to, uh, to fulfill what we mentioned in the previous chapter about the smoch geulah litfilah, or to attach the blessing of geulah, redemption to Amidah. And they pray silently. Anyone who does not know how to pray stands up and he's silent. Until the Shaliyah Tzibur finishes his silent Amidah with the congregation. And anyone who finishes his silent Amidah amongst the people in the congregation, anyone who finishes his Tefillah amongst the people of the congregation, 
takes three steps backwards and remains standing wherever he reached. Uh, and there are a couple of different reasons for this. Harambam actually has a teshuvah, uh, and there he offers there one answer, and he says that it's improper to sit in the Beta Knesset while everyone else is standing and in the middle of their Amidah. But an additional reason is that it's forbidden to sit next to someone who is in the middle of their Amidah, as you mentioned in Perek He. So when an individual finishes silent Amidah, he should step backwards, three, take three steps backwards, and stand there and wait. After the Shaliyah Tzibur takes three steps back, indicating obviously that he has completed his Amidah, he begins and recites out loud from the beginning of the Berachot. To discharge those who did not pray and to fulfill their obligation. And everyone, not just those who uh, who already who did not pray, rather everybody, including those who prayed, must stand and listen and answer Amen to every Beracha. Again, just a quick quickly note: uh, Harambam uses the word Shemia, which is to sit and focus and really concentrate on what the person is saying. Both, including those people who did pray to, to discharge their obligation, and also those who uh, did pray already. Those who did not pray and those who did pray. And he says, Kedusha in the third Berakha. And since, the, and when the Shaliyah Sibur reaches Kedusha, every person has the ability or choice to return to the place that they stood during the Tefillah. So, meaning, taking three steps forward. And when the Shaliyah Sibur reaches Modim, the Chorea, and bows, everybody that's there must uh, bend over a little bit and bow a little bit. They shouldn't bow too much. And they say the following. We give thanks to you, God, Lord of all flesh. He who forms all things from the beginning. Blessings and Praise be to you, great, uh, be to your name, you great and distinguished one who gives us life and preserves us. Please continue to give us life and to be gracious to us. And gather our exiled ones to your distinguished courtyards. In order to Keep and fulfill your Torah and to worship you and to do your will wholeheartedly. Seeing that this, seeing that we give thanks to you, God. And anyone who says modim, 
modim, meaning modim twice, he is silenced. And just a couple of notes uh, about this halakhada. This is also called modim derabanan. And there are so many themes. One of them I'd like to point out is, again, just the national picture that we try and uh, alert uh, anyone who's praying in a congregation in regards to uh, to gather our exiled ones is something that we should, something that is constantly emphasized three times a day publicly uh, by uh, all Jewish communities around the world and is something that should never leave our minds. Another note in regards to the modim, modim the Gemara says that the reason why the reason for it is because people might think that this individual believes in sheter rashuyot, two governances or two types of sovereignties, and it was done. The modim modim practice was actually done by the minim originally, the uh, early Christians, and they it was done. And it's no coincidence as they believe do believe in two sovereigns running the world and two people running the show. So Hahamim really wanted to root out this practice and to root out any uh, flavor of minut from the Beit Knesset. So this individual who would say modim modim would be silenced. After he finishes the Amidah, the Shaliyah Tibur, he should sit and incline his head a little bit sideways, him and the rest of the congregation, and he should offer supplications and he's falling. And he should sit and raise his head, him and the rest of the nation. And he says some additional supplications out loud while he's sitting down. And after the Shaykh Tibur stands by himself, and recites Kaddish a second time, and they answer the same way that they answered previously. And he says some Pesukim, he was merciful, the prayer in the honor of David or from David. The Shaykh Tibur is standing, and the rest of the congregation is sitting. And they are reciting and reading along with him. And the reader continues on to say, uh, A redeemer will come to Zion. And with these is who my covenant is with. Also more Pesukim from Tehillim and Sefer Yeshayah. And he finishes the part where it says kadosh 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 and then the congregation continues and says they answer kadosh kadosh and they say kadosh 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 three times and then he returns and reads the portion of kiddusha in aramaic as that was the language uh, spoken at the time and he reads Pesukim from Yehezkel, where it says, a, um, a wind lifted me, elevated me. And he reads that in Targum. Then he reads the Pesukim from Shemot. He says, God is king. <clears throat> and he reads that in Targum as well. 
in order for the nation to understand. <clears throat> All of these Pesukim that we mentioned before the Kedusha, including Kedusha and after the Kedusha, with the Aramaic translation, are called Seder Hayom. And after that, he says uh, and offers supplications and verses that imply mercy, and says Kaddish, Kaddish, and the rest of the people answer as usual and proceed to their affairs. Anyone who says the following in their supplications, and just to give a quick background, there's a mitzvah to shoo away a mother bird before taking uh, the chicks or the eggs that are in the nest. And if in, in there, some people uh, might think that this is uh, a sign of mercy upon God and would want to add this into their supplications. However, anyone who says that God, obviously, that who that that who had he who has had mercy on the nest of birds, sheloi kahaem al habanim, that please do not take the mother bird with the child, obviously asking for himself, for God to have mercy on him, and comparing his situation to that of the mitzvah of shiluah haken, or sheloi shat otovet beno beyom echad yirachem alenu, or that who. Uh, forbade us to slaughter uh, its mother and its uh, kid on the same day. May he have mercy on us. And any anything else of the sort. He is silenced. As these are divine decrees set by scripture. And none of these Pesukim or mitzvot imply God's mercy. As if any of these mitzvot were, did have to do with God's mercy. God would have never allowed us to do shehita as it, any slaughter of animal, uh, obviously, to that degree, does not imply mercy of God. Rather, these mitzvot are to teach us to have mercy and to acquire the trait of mercy to a certain degree. Similarly, an individual should not overcompensate and add excessively to the descriptions of God and say, Great and famous Lord and strong, the Hagibor, the Anuran, the awesome, the Hazak, the mighty, the Amits, and the brave, the Aizuz, and the powerful. As no man has the ability to reach the end of his praises, rather, an individual should stick to what Moshe Rabbeinu says, which is as you can see in Sefer uh, Devarim. Perik Yod Pasuk.
יוזיין. הלכה חט. במנחה, in regards to the afternoon service, אומר שליח ציבור בהורחום, he begins and says בהורחום, אשרי יושב בביתך, אשרי עם שככה לא, תהילה לדוד, all פסוקים from תהילים, קורא הוא מהעם מיושע, וגן הרמב״ם, notice הרמב״ם says again that the שליח ציבור is standing and the rest of the people in congregation is sitting, ואומר שליח ציבור ואומר קדיש, Shiyatibur then says Kaddish, Ben Omidim Aharab Onim Kedarkan, and only then do they stand, does the congregation stand and answer as usual. Umit Palidin Kulam Belahash, and everyone prays silently. Obviously, everyone here, he's implying everyone who knows how to pray, prays silently. And after the silent prayer, the Shiyatibur goes back and recites. The Amidah out loud as he did in Shaharit, until he completes the entire Tefillah. And then he, he and the rest of the nation sit and they fall on their face and they offer supplications. And then him and the congregation raise their head. And he recites supplications sitting as he did during Shaharit. And then he stands, recites Kaddish, and the rest of the nation answers as usual, and proceed to their affairs. In regards to the evening prayer, And in the evening, all the nation starts out sitting. Again, notice again, Aharabam emphasizes that the nation should be sitting and he stands and he recites Behurahum and Barikhod Hashem Mevorach, Vehen Onim Baruch Hashem Mevorach Leolam Vaed, and they answer Baruch Hashem Mevorach Leolam Vaed, Matchili Fros Al Shema, and he begins to recite the blessings of Shema, says the blessings of Shema, and says the blessings after Shema, the Omer Kaddish, he recites Kaddish, Vehakaha Kol Omedinu Mit Padalim Barahash, and after everyone stands up and says the silent prayer. Oshem Ashlimin. And when they complete the silent prayer, Omer Kaddish Vehen Niftarin. The Shaliyah Tzibur says Kaddish, and they proceed to their affairs. Ve'eno chozer lehitpalel v'kol ram arvid. And the Shaliyah Tzibur does not return and repeat the Amidah out loud during arvid. Levi she'en tefilat arvid chova, as tefilat arvid is not obligatory. Levikach lo yivarech zeh berachot levatala. Therefore, this individual, meaning the Shaliyah Tzibur, should not say blessings for not. As in this particular situation, namely Arvit, no man has a real obligation for anyone to discharge them of. As Tefillat Arvit again is a reshut. At the eaves of Shabbat, the Shaliyah Tzibur goes back and prays uh, out loud after his silent Amidah. However, he does not pray seven berachot, rather he prays one beracha that summarizes the seven berachot that he prays on the eve of Shabbat. And the following is how he says it. 
Blessed are you, God, our God, our Lord, and the Lord of our fathers. Notice that Harambam and the Chachamim so geniusly put first Elokenu, our God, Avotenu, and only that, the God of your fathers. Because if your God isn't yours and you don't believe, believe in your God, then the God of your fathers has no relevance. Rather, one person has his own connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that is the same God in which his father and forefathers uh, had a relationship with, and it's only uh, the God that his forefathers told him about. Eloke Abraham, Eloke Tzachak, Eloke Yaakov, the Lord or God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, El Hagadol Hagibor Hanora, the Lord, the great and famous Lord who is mighty and awesome, El Elyon, exalted Lord, the owner, the benevolent owner of heaven and earth, he who bestows good kindness and owns all, he who shields the fathers with his instruction, he who resurrects the dead by his word, the distinguished king, whom there is none other like him. He who gives us rest and bestows upon us rest, bestows upon his nation rest on his distinguished, distinguished, distinguished Shabbat, as he wished to grant them rest. Before him we will serve and worship in awe and reverence. And we thank his name each and every day. The source of all blessings. Adon HaShalom, the master of peace. He blesses the seventh day and makes the Shabbat sacred. He who gives rest and to a nation that is filled with joy on the Shabbat. A sign to the creation at the beginning. Our God, our Lord, Lord of our fathers, please accept our rest. Blessed are you, God, who distinguishes the Shabbat. Again, this is such a profound beracha. And there is much to analyze, however, time unfortunately does not permit. And the rest of the nation proceeds to their affairs. <clears throat> Why did the Hachamim institute this Baracha on the eve of Shabbat? As the majority of nation of the people come and attend the Arvit on Friday night, and there may be people there that came late and did not complete their tefillah, their silent amidah with the rest of the nation. And he will stay by himself in the Beit Knesset. 
and somebody may come to harm him. Therefore, the Shiliyah Tzibur goes back and says the Amidah out loud, in order for the rest of the nation to be delayed a little bit, in order for the person who came late to leave with them. And in those days, the Beit HaKnesset was a little bit outside of the city. And just something extremely important to point out that Harambam mentions um, in a Teshuvah, that the Siman is Resh Kaf Aleph, and he says that even though the reason today for this Takana does not exist anymore, we still fulfill the Takana of Chachamim. And just because in Harambam's language, language Batal uh, Hata'am Lo Batal Hagezera, that because uh, just because the reason for something of the Chachamim uh, has been dissolved, that is no reason not to uh, stop doing what the Chachamim instituted. Halakha Yod Gimel. Therefore, any Yom Tov that happens to fall on Shabbat or Yom Kippur or Rosh Chodesh, the Shaliyah Sibur that descends and leads the congregation uh, does not mention uh, those the, the other uh, days that happen to fall on Shabbat. Rather, he only concludes with Mekadesh Shabbat. As any of the other days, meaning Yom Tov, Yom Kippur, or Rosh Chodesh, were not obligated in this tefillah that is said out loud. Rather, only Shabbat is included in this tefillah. Halakha Yodalim. On Shabbat and on Eve and on holidays, the Shariah Sibur says Shaharit out loud and then says Kaddish. Then, obviously, uh, he reads the Torah, as we'll see Hashem, in Perek Yod Bet. And after he reads the Torah, he recites Tefillah David. Then, and the congregation says the Musaf prayer silently. And then Shaykh Sibur goes back and says Musaf, the Musaf prayer out loud as he does during Shaharit. And then the Shaykh Sibur says Kaddish after the Musaf prayer. And the rest of the nation proceeds to their affairs. And Kedusha or Tahanunim is not said after Taharit as with the other days. Rather, they are said prior to Minha. Ketzal, how so? The Shalayah Tibur, along with the congregation, congregation reads Tehillah le David and says, Uvalitzion and Seder Hayom and other supplications. Beomer Kaddish and says Kaddish. Umit Pelelin Minha and they do the pray Minha. Behozero Mashmiati Vilad Minha Bekolram Beomer Kaddish. And after 
they say Seder Hayom, the Shia Sibur in the congregation recites Minha silently, and then the Shia Sibur says Minha out loud and then recites Kaddish. Final halacha, halacha tevab. Bereshe Chodeshim of Cholosh Elam Moed on Rosh Chodesh and the and on Cholam Moed. Omer Seder Hayom Achar Tevab Musaf. Seder Hayom is said after the Musaf prayer. Umotzei Shabbat and on uh, Saturday night after Shabbat, after Avid. Omer Seder Hayom Gam Achar Tevab Ha'Erev. He says an individual says. Seder Hayom also after Arvit. Be'omer Kaddish be'achar kach mavdil. And the individual and the community both. Sheilach Tiburis rather. It says Kaddish and then does Havdalah al-Hakkos.